Welcome to the Taz Show Podcast. It's Taz Jim. Devin Peacock is still here. I, I got to make note of your shirt as well, Dev. I know I was talking about your nose whistle. Yes. This is a positive. Your shirt is pretty cool this morning. Uh, it says, Ted Danson is amazing. He's incredible. And that's a quote attributed on your T-shirt to Alison Brie, the actress. Yes. I uh, Ted Danson is my favorite actor. Uh, Cheers, my favorite all-time show. And I will fight anyone who uh, <laughs> is anti-Cheers. Uh, and so I love Ted Danson. I was at Courtesy Ford on Friday. Um, a couple of the sales guys, like I, I'm talking to these dudes, and I think of them as adult human beings. They didn't know what Cheers was. Sorry? Yeah. <laughs> you mean that thing you say before you clink glasses? That's what they thought it was? You know, you've seen the sitcom Cheers, Jim. Dude, even the iconic theme song, you'd think people have, would know the show just from that, right? I've run into people who don't know Cheers. They don't know who Ted Danson is. They don't even know Seinfeld. It makes me feel insanely old. Yeah, these dudes would be in their, maybe a couple of years younger than Jim Kelly, in, in their late 20s, and they had no idea. They're like, Cheers? What's Cheers? How is that possible? Time goes on, bud. Well, like, I know what I Love Lucy is. I never saw I Love Lucy sure, like, when it aired. Right. But you Good know, point. like, it's an iconic TV show. I know what MASH is. Yeah. However, I've seen reruns of MASH. You've seen reruns of I Love Lucy. I knew Gilligan's Island and the Brady Bunch, even though they were on TV before I was born. But the difference is now, like, you don't sit down and watch reruns in front of a TV like you used to, right? Yeah, it wouldn't just play in the background. You have to specifically choose something from Netflix. Mm-hmm. I also have, like, Cheers on, like, the entire series on DVD, which no one watches anything on DVD anymore, I feel. It's always just, like, you know, it's a Crave or Netflix <laughs> or stuff. Devin's weekends, he's just watching <laughs> DVDs of Cheers. That sounds awesome, actually. <laughs> Cheers is an amazing TV Cheers show. Does it hold is, up? Oh, oh, my God. It absolutely does. It is one of the greats. They used to have uh, episodes playing on one of the TV channels when I'd get home from work a couple of years back, and you watch those, and just the writing on that show is so tight. The characters are so well-developed. It set the bar for TV sitcoms as far as I'm concerned. Like, Ted Dance is underrated in terms of just how good he has able to be on TV. Like, Because like, no one has iconic TV characters that... And then they get other jobs. What's the one he's on now? He's on uh, The Good Place right now. Yeah. But he was Curb on... Curb Your Enthusiasm. Curb Your Enthusiasm. Bored to Death is kind of underrated that he was on. That's a really funny show. He was HBO on... HBO show. One season of Fargo that was really good. He went yes. from Cheers to uh, to Becker, which was okay. <laughs> but it was it went for five years and had a good run. He was on CSI for a while. Like, oh, Ted, yeah. Ted Danson has had an incredible... He was on um, Damages for a while. Played like He played a really good character on that. Like Ted Danson has had a fantastic TV career. Sold. How much for one of those shirts? <laughs> I can't wait till Dancing sells out and has to go on Dancing with the Stars. <laughs> Ted Dancing with the Stars. <laughs> did you buy that shirt online? I did. I saw it. Uh, I we because we, I like every couple of months I go on a huge. Here's why Ted Dancing is great in the newsroom. Uh, a rant. Rant when someone comes in they don't know who Ted Dancing is. And then so then I just started scrolling around for Ted Dancing t-shirts because I was tired of not having a Ted Dancing t-shirt. 
And I found this. It wasn't one of those things where your phone is listening to you. <laughs> and, and it's no, they no, just no, no, start, no. Because I'm having T-shirts advertised to me, and I'm convinced it's because I've got my phone next to me when we're doing our show. We talk about different bands, and we've talked about recently with the movie that came out, Queen, quite a bit. And I'm getting this Queen shirt. They really want me to buy it. Every time I'm on Instagram, this ad pops up. And it, it's a pretty cool shirt, actually. <laughs> <laughs> they got you. <laughs> <laughs> they brainwashed me, but it looks like uh, it looks like a, a peanuts version of oh. Freddie Mercury sitting at the piano. So like Schroeder from the Peanuts Gang, Charlie Brown. Okay, that sounds all right. Actually, sitting at the piano with his uh, like the Live Aid performance, like a good- but a Charlie Brown version of it. Maybe oh, I should I, just. I, buy I'm googling it. it right now. Oh, th- is it this one? This white one here? Yes. Yeah, that's cool. That's, that's kind of a fun shirt. Yeah, huh? yeah. And there's another one with Snoopy wearing the iconic yellow jacket with the uh, hand in the air, too. Uh, man, I need some Peanuts t-shirts, I think. <laughs> Be careful, Jim. Huh? Don't say it out loud or your phone is going to start <laughs> giving you those ads every time you log on. Well, uh, I like your shirt, Dev. It's really nice. Thank you. And I will never say anything bad about Ted dancing <laughs> around you after seeing the passion in your eyes. One of our regular uh, Taz Show listeners calls into the show from time to time, always sending us tweets. Trucker Sal joins us. Good morning, Trucker Sal. Hey, good morning, guys. How you doing, man? Oh, not bad. A little edgy. You got a big life moment happening tonight. Yeah, a whole five-minute performance. You're doing stand-up comedy for the first time? Yes, sir. Over at Yuck Yucks, they've got an amateur night going on. Uh, what time does that start? Well, the show starts around 9 o'clock, and my performance, I believe, is 9.35. So this 9:35. is y- Yuck Yucks at the Western Fair? Um, no, the one on King Street, I believe. King Street. That would be the Western Fair. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah Western yeah. Fair, where King Street ends, is, is the Western Fair. You right. should find out where you're going here, trucker Sal, before you you show <laughs> up at the wrong spot. My sister lives in London. She's picking me up from the truck stop, and away we go. Yeah, there used to be a, a Yuck Yucks over on York Street, but it's long gone. Yeah, the AP, old APK. Right. Yeah. It was the Yuck Yucks forever, and then it was the Alex P. Keaton, a couple other places. And now it's just an empty lot. <laughs> Don't go there, trucker Sal. Sure. Uh, I won't turn the GPS off. You want to run some of your material past us here? Well, not, not really. It's it's going to be a surprise, but I, I got a lot of a little bit of different different things going on. I got a little bit of Donald Trump going on and a little bit of Clint Eastwood and a little bit of MC Hammer and a little bit of Pablo Escobar. Timely. I got a little bit of, uh, I got a little, I'm talented, Taz. Okay, topical humor. <laughs> Clint Eastwood, Pablo Escobar, and... MC Hammer. MC Hammer. It's about time somebody took that guy down a notch. <laughs> can you can you hit us with some of your jokes? Just give us one joke. Give us one, something, a punchline here. Make people oh. want to come out and see the amateur night tonight. Uh, all right, here we go. Listen, man, I got enough... I got a hard enough time going up on the stage myself. I got to try to find out. I got to try to make these 20-year-olds laugh that grew up listening to Justin Bieber. I grew up with MC Hammer. They probably think MC Hammer was somebody who was dancing around with a hammer. Oh, oh. Oh, oh, oh. Boom. 
Please, please give us another that one. That is amazing. Give us one more, one more. That was good. I lo- you made me laugh. Oh, thank you. After that, it goes, oh, 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 oh. Man, I just mixed up a new Kids on the Block song with MC Hammer. How does that even happen? That's it? Again, this is your first time doing stand-up comedy, right? Yes, sir, it is. Okay, well, it's it's a learning curve, and they say the more stage time you can get, the better you're going to become. And also, the hardest thing is doing it first. The first time, man, so good on you. I'm proud of you. Uh, Thanks, Jen. What do you got against the kids on the block? You, you got to kill it. You either kill it or you bomb hard. In between is is no man's land. So you either got to be the best or the absolute worst up there on stage if you want people to remember you, Trucker Sal. Thanks, Taz. No pressure at all. Okay. King no Street, pressure. Western Fair, Yuck Yucks. Go see Trucker Sal performing tonight. And uh, we just thought we'd give you a little Taz Show support here, buddy, because I know you're supporting us when you're out there driving every day. I was stunned yesterday when I saw the news that Jussie Smollett, the actor from the show Empire, who we all know was involved in uh, what we were told was him setting up his own hate crime so he could leverage that to get a higher salary at work, Mm -hmm. which sounds like a brilliant plan, by the way, (laughs) Uh, that all charges have been dropped by the Chicago authorities. (laughs) Like, What is going on here? And if you thought... Democrats down in the states were disappointed by the Mueller report. You should have seen the conservatives throwing a fit yesterday online about this Smollett stuff. It really is. It's it's bizarre. So the state's attorney office said, quote, after viewing all the facts and circumstances of the case, including Mr. Smollett's volunteer service in our community, an agreement to forfeit his bond to the city of Chicago. So the money that he, he gave for his bond, he's not getting back. We believe this outcome is a just disposition and appropriate resolution to the case. What? Now, does that mean that he's innocent? Well, the... Uh Prosecutor sure doesn't think so. Does dropping the charges vindicate him? No. Does it exonerate him? No. Do you believe that he is innocent? I do not believe he's innocent. So you believe he's guilty? Yes. So why drop the charges? Based on all the facts and circumstances, based on his lack of criminal background. I mean, we defer or do alternative prosecutions. In the last two years, we've done it on 5,700 other felony cases. Uh, can you just get into a little more specifics as to why uh, you have dropped the charges? <laughs> How's that? What? What is that? So they're admitting he's guilty, but they're like, screw it. We're not going to bother finishing this trial. Would it have cost more to prosecute him than it was worth? Is that the issue? I don't know. It might have. I mean, it, he's probably right in terms of this happens for other people. The issue, for, I think, for a lot of people is this is this was a high-profile case where he he faked it. He there they believe he's guilty. He wasted police resources. Yeah, he he further tarnished a city's reputation. Chicago doesn't have the best reputation, so I think there is value in if it everything about this has been public. You don't at the very end just kind of sweep it under the rug. That just that's 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 wrong. 
The mayor of Chicago, Rahm Emanuel, said it was a whitewash of justice. Everyone in Chicago seemed to be pretty disappointed by this decision. But Jesse is saying, and this this is the problem with dropping the charges, it gives him mm-hmm. the opportunity to say, I was innocent all along. Of course. I'm standing by my story. I told you so. I didn't do it. Even the TV show Empire, who suspended him uh, from the show, winked, like sent out a tweet and it was like, Winky, all jobs or all charges dropped. So he might get back on Empire. Yeah. We'll see you Wednesday, I think the tweet yes, said. That's so what it said. It sounds like Jesse is going to be back on set of the show. Jim, you like to go deep on the conspiracy theories, and you think it's his political connections. Yeah, it's all the Clintons. Is no, it the Clintons this time. Th- this isn't even. This isn't even a deep. Don't look at Devin like I'm all crazy. <laughs> this isn't even a deep political conspiracy theory. He's blatantly friends with Kamala Harris. He showed up to a few of her rallies. There's multiple pictures of them oh. together. They're tight. He's tweeted to her. She's tweeted back to him. And when this case first happened, uh, I think the prosecutor or the attorney general, somebody high up who was going to be involved in the case, had to step away because they were too close to Kamala Harris. And Kamala Harris is too close to uh, Jesse Smollett. So there was a conflict of interest there. So they may have stepped back from the case, but clearly they have. Kamala Harris, if you don't know, is one of the uh, Democrats who says that she is going to be running for president of the United States. Yeah, and she's one of the uh, favorites, you know, top five probably in prospects right now. (laughs) Out of the 40 they've got running, she's (laughs) got to be in the top five. Sure, sure. But I'm just saying, like, he clearly is connected, and that's clearly what happened here. Well, yeah, this is what happens when people are connected and when people have money. It seems to go their way more often than not, right? Well, it can't be the evidence because the evidence, like, they seem to have them, like, dead to rights. Like, well, yeah, even it's not the, the chief of, of the police evidence. was like, yeah. I don't understand. <laughs> I had all my best guys on this. Like, here's the thing. Like, if this is the way it's going, when they bring the charges, because the prosecution is involved in that, then why did you bring the charges in the first place? Unless, at some point, connections came into it because why why bring the charges if you're just going to mm-hmm. drop them look like look make everyone look stupid at the end what's next for jesse how can he return to a normal life i during that press conference yesterday he looked exhausted yeah he like he hasn't he, slept he looks like he's been through the ringer yeah. I, I feel i don't don't feel bad for him i don't feel bad for him he's definitely suffered consequences for his actions and he'll continue to do so like how badly you weren't going to uh put this guy in jail for 25 years how badly should he have been punished and i don't think it it really is about the punishment it's about him having to admit yes. that he was guilty. And Devin, you saw something on Twitter yesterday that you got a real kick out of. You wanted to share it with FM 96 listeners. This is one of my favorite tweets in a long time. This is a tweet from Mia Farrow, verified Twitter account. Uh, she tweeted, Mia Farrow, this is Woody, uh, Woody Allen's ex-wife. Woody, uh, Ronan Farrow's uh, mother. Right. Uh, I've been on this earth for a long time, she wrote, and I've found most people to be kind and good-hearted, which is the reason I don't think they'll vote for Donald Trump again. Also, the first version of Mist was released in 1993, and I think it's still one of the best video games. <laughs> what a tangent. <laughs> hey, well, I've got you. Yeah. <laughs> Mist, I remember that video game. Yeah. If you don't know what it is, it's kind of like, uh, like the... the 
computer game version of an escape room almost, where uh-huh. you kind of just like point and click and like look under stuff. It's very slow paced, but you're like fine. I could never, I could never get into Mist. Yeah, it's you? tough. No, I, I was too young when it came out to have no, that kind I of mean, attention span. I played a little bit, but never really. I was never a Mist devotee like uh, Mia Farrow. <laughs> yeah, who's singing in the year 2019? Just sitting around the house thinking about Donald Trump and Mist. Yeah. <laughs> what a hot take. You know, like nobody's even thought about Mist for 25 years. Have people started, if they haven't, we should start doing this and see if it catches on. We should start doing Mia Farrow style tweets ourselves. Yeah, yeah. I, love I think climate change is an, is a terrible thing, but I say I love Altered Beast for Sega Genesis. <laughs> Mia Farrow inspired tweets here. Uh, I've just written this one. You ready? Doug Ford should leave the education system alone. Larger class sizes mean smaller opportunities for children to learn. Also... Why is the McRib only available for a limited time <laughs> when clearly it's one of the best sandwiches on the menu? <laughs> you got a Mia Farrow tweet there, Dev? I do. The, uh, the SNC-Lavalin affair is an important story I hope all Canadians are paying attention to. Also, don't you hate it when you go to the store to get milk then go home and find out you already had milk? <laughs> hey, what's the one we just got over text message here, Jim? I believe that the oppression of people is terrible, and I hope there is no more bloodshed in Venezuela. Also, Twisted Metal 2 was the best game in the series. <laughs> Why did they even make a Twisted Metal 3? <laughs> they, they reached perfection at 2. <laughs> yeah, let's start doing that. Just throwing an, an off-topic random also into a tweet is I li- just fun. I like because people are like, I'm not sure what to retweet because I don't know if I agree with both of these. Yeah. Yeah, I was always a Super Mario Brothers guy. <laughs> I can't. Mist was too boring for me. Extra, extra, read all about it. Extra. Fake news you choose is the game we're playing, and Dustin is our contestant. Good morning, Dustin. Good morning. You know how it works. We're going to read you a headline. You guess whether or not it is a real news story or some complete nonsense that Jim and I have come up with, okay? All right. Starting with this one here. Actor who played Simon Birch arrested on voyeurism charges for hiding in duffel bag in women's change room. Hiding in a duffel bag? In women in a women's change room. Actor who played Simon Birch arrested on voyeurism charges for hiding in a duffel bag in a women's change room. I mean, that's a pretty random name to make up news about, so I'm gonna say true. Failing uh, pile, pile of garbage. Of garbage. <laughs> pile, yeah, of garbage. pile of garbage. You're wrong. <laughs> Simon Birch would never do something like that. He saved all those kids from that school bus when yeah. it went in the water. That Simon Birch wouldn't. Oh, the Simon. kid who played him, perhaps. Yeah. Oh, I remember Simon Birch. All right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> remember his testes are like BBs. I do. <laughs> All right. He's the little guy. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I remember him, like, in the cradle on the altar at the church, and he kisses the girl in the play. Uh, Classic. Cute movie. And, uh, again, we want to clarify, the actor who played Simon Birch did not break any laws. He's an upstanding citizen. Next one here. Fake news you choose. A little league manager steals money from the team, then robs a bank to pay it back. Uh, true. You are fake news. All right. Nice. Got it. Yeah, it happened uh, to a guy, 52-year-old guy from New Jersey named Michael Walters. He uh, stole $6,500 from the team's fundraiser. They called the cops. 
They got in touch with Michael, told him he'd be arrested the next day if he didn't pay the money back. So he said, oh, okay, I'll, I'll pay you back, but just give me a couple hours to go rob a bank. No need to arrest me. Now he was arrested for embezzling and bank robbery. Oh, jeez. That sounds like the plot of a movie starring Kenny Powers. <laughs> Dan- Danny McBride, huh? <laughs> Yeah, that'd be a good one. <laughs> a guy spikes his co-workers' drinks with LSD to help their negative energy. Fake news you choose. Uh, that's true. Yeah. You are fake news. <laughs> 19-year-old employee at Enterprise Rent-A-Car in Missouri was concerned about his co-worker's, quote, negative energy. <laughs> so he used an eyedropper to put LSD in his co-worker's water bottles and their coffee mugs. Wow. They I'm start- working with the wrong people. He started getting dizzy and shaky, didn't know why they went to the hospital. They figured out what was going on at the hospital. Uh, boss called police, and now he's facing charges for second-degree assault and possession of a controlled substance. Yeah, you're not going to get away with that. The people are going to come in and be like, why is Deborah licking the windows of the Tahoe? Yeah, that's a bit much. Maybe try something a little more mellow. <laughs> okay, next headline. Fake news you choose. A woman shot her boyfriend for getting them kicked out of a Michael Bublé concert. <laughs> Uh, uh, I'm going to say that... A woman shot her boyfriend for getting them kicked out of a Michael Buble concert. Fake news. You are fake news. Yeah. That is uh, completely fake. How about this one? A woman stabbed her boyfriend for getting them kicked out of a Brian Adams concert. What? <laughs> um... True. You are fake news. Yeah. <laughs> 34-year-old woman from St. John's, Newfoundland, and her boyfriend went to see Brian Adams. They got in an argument, and the boyfriend got them both kicked out of the concerts. She was so upset about it, she wound up stabbing him in the face Ooh. when they got home from the show. We actually have some audio. She was just convicted in court of common assault. She'll be sentenced in May. And you've been sentenced to go see the Black Keys, courtesy of the Taz Show. Dustin, have a great time, man. Awesome, thanks a lot. That's the Taz Show podcast. Make sure to subscribe so you don't miss any future episodes. And remember, you can tune in on the radio, 95.9 on the uh, dial in the London area. That's FM 96 or FM 96.com.